Tessa and Kay now, a relatively new non-resident fellow at the Lowy Institute, is joining me today. Uh -huh. So Australia has announced a $3 million assistance package um, in response to the floods. Do you think that will be well received in Solomon's and what do you think it, it's going to be best spent on? I think obviously Solomon Island's government issued a, a call fairly early in the, in the event to say that international assistance was going to be needed. I think what we'd expect to see at coming out of that package is more about the rebuilding of infrastructure and actually fixing stuff on the ground. And the National uh, Disaster Council in Solomon Islands has made it fairly clear early on that that's what they're looking for, is assistance with rebuilding, not repairing infrastructure, but rebuilding and replacing infrastructure and that that is what they want in preference to cash. So I think uh, once we know what the actual makeup of that package is, provided it does in address some of those issues, then I would expect it to be very well received. As you said, there's going to be a need for, for long-term reconstruction, and that, I guess, might require longer-term assistance as well. So even in addition to the $3 million, we're going to be seeing perhaps a, a drive for other donors perhaps to fund some reconstruction efforts. Well that's right and certainly the ADB are already getting grant information from in-country to start putting together some figures as to what's going to be required in terms of things like repairing and rebuilding bridges, rebuilding rather than repairing. Um, and addressing issues such as the water system which has obviously been really severely compromised but I think it's important to remember that Solomon Islands, Honiara, Guadalcanal, but Honiara has had issues with water supply for a long time. So, you know, this is almost the straw that's broken the camel's back. It was not a strong system to start with. So obviously a major shock like this has caused what may well be irreparable damage. We've seen in some other countries huge disasters like this um, be actually quite beneficial in the long term, in the long term because they do spur a a reconstruction effort um, which employs people and, um, and the country ends up with better infrastructure than they had in the first place and as you mentioned maybe they will end up with a better water supply if mm. they do manage to fix it out of this. Do you, do you think that could happen in some ways? I mean it would you know certainly that would be a, a silver lining out of what is obviously a very cloudy time for Solomon Islands. Um, you know it would be good to think that donors can come together and work strategically to achieve some of those outcomes so that in future the, the, the residents of Honiara you know, are better, better provided for in normal times and are possibly better prepared for other major weather events such as this one. Definitely, because um, Solomon Islands is a very a country that is very vulnerable to natural disasters. Well, that's right. Kind of earthquakes and <laughs> exactly. This isn't going <laughs> to be the last time. time that Solomon Islands is dealing with a, a disaster of this type. Hopefully, they won't have to deal with one of this magnitude very often. But as you say, these sorts of weather events are not uncommon in Solomon Islands. And we've seen also, I mean, obviously, that the flood shocked the, the population of Solomon Islands and, and particularly Guadalcanal and Paniara and the government. Um, but we have seen a government, uh, Solomon's government response. Um, they've mobilised, as I understand it, rural constituency funding to, to get out to MPs quickly and then for the MPs to distribute that further. But you were telling me about an incident where MPs are perhaps looking for looking to reward people who voted for them? Yeah, I mean, it was an, it, I noted that and it was it was an issue of concern and Tarsisius uh, Tara at the University of Hawaii has also flagged this, that there is uh, 
a possibility, there's a risk of um, the, the, pol the politics of Solomon Islands, and we're in an election year for Solomon Islands, interfering with what would, you would hope to be the best outcome for that type of activity. And in country, you know, there has been questions asked about why are all of the 50 MPs getting this free payment? Ah, okay. Because not all, all of the constituencies have been affected. It's, sure. it's, a, yes. it's only in particular <laughs> geographical areas. Similarly, as Tars has pointed out, the, the money seems to have been released without going through the procedures that exist under the Act. So in one sense, it should be a really good thing to do because MPs are very closely connected with their constituents and they, they, are, they would be a good way to disperse cash relief or buy supplies or whatever else. But there is a risk that it's being politicised. On social media, there have been references to instances of MPs turning up at evacuation centres with food and clothing, but asking people who they're going to vote for before they distribute those that relief. Thanks, Jen. Thanks, Jen.